Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Contrary to popular belief, the death of classic blues-based rock has been greatly exaggerated. So on this week's Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast, we are going to turn you on to 10 current bands that are keeping classic rock alive. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Alright, moms and dads, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back once again to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Podcast, uh, where we bring you great music commentary and discussion uh, every week on a wide variety of music and rock and metal related topics. Oh boy, I don't know. I think I'm just ready to quit now. What do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, no, but seriously, we're going to have a good time tonight. Um, this is, uh, you know, this is for all y- y- all y'all Ooh. out there. They're like, no good music. music. I like all the music today. Thanks. Is that what they sound like? That's what they it sound like. It is. Wow. Right? Lily knows what they sound like. Wow. Exactly. Whiny. That's very accurate. <laughs> Punks. It's like Wendy Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of classic stuff, right? Yeah. <clears throat> That's classic Saturday Night Live. But anyways, um, so uh, for all y'all out there who are going like, you know, there's uh, where's the really good music? We're going to tell you all about it. Uh, some Lily's got some very cool folks on her list that I know a lot of you probably do not know. Um, I have some artists that you're going to go like, oh, yeah, that's right. They are playing rock and roll. Duh. I didn't really even think about that, but they are. They're out there. <clears throat> they're putting out good music. So. We are going to keep it to 10 because I'm always open to a part two, a part three, a part four down the line. So we're going to rein it in. We're not going to allow ourselves to, you know, talk about 19 different bands. We're going to rein it in. Uh, A little bit later on, we're going to get into a couple other things I want to get into. Um, I want to talk about um, the, speaking of classic rock, I want to discuss Neil Young and his uh, war (laughs) with Spotify and Joe Rogan and all that. <clears throat> and I have a little thing I wanted uh, uh, some I, I put some thought into something this week okay and I was because uh, I've been listening to octane trying to get with the new rock sure, with the kids are and playing. there are some sure. there's some like the bands are great and it's all cool but I think I have discovered what the issue is. I think that modern rock has what I would call a political problem. What I mean by political problem is not that their music is political, like they're 
discussing politics and it's not rage against the machine type uh-huh. that yeah. but you'll you're gonna you'll i will explain that a little bit later on in more in more detail but i want to get into that i want to get you guys's feedback <clears throat> on it i think lily's gonna have a lot to say about this because basically this is a discussion on kind of like what the fuck happened to real rock and roll <laughs> okay it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's, mm-hmm. it's getting it's getting into that sort of discussion okay before we go too far of course, and they are watching. I mean, Chris and Raven, they jump on like before anybody else does, you know, to hang out with us. We love you guys. You guys are freaking awesome. So shout out to uh, Wolf's Customs. Go to wolfscustoms.online. Get yourself a custom paint job. Tom Proctor, what's up? Popped on. <clears throat> uh, uh, go to wolfscustoms.online or just search Wolf Customs on social media specifically. Pacific, specifically. Specifically. I'm changing the mm-hmm. word yeah, to specific, specifically like now. <clears throat> uh, specifically on Facebook, uh, you can see a lot of great work that uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dodson does on musical instruments. Um, they're just fantastic. So check them out. Hit them up. Get some custom work done on your musical instrument. RockRageRadio.com. Very sad to hear that John's uh, mom passed away. So um, our condolences to John, uh, the owner. Um, but that's a, it's a great company, and they are really supportive of rock and roll. Uh, RockRageRadio.com. Download the app and listen to great music content like this, twenty four seven. It's totally free. I was meet, I was mentioning Octane, which is a serious channel, <clears throat> and um, you know Sirius XM is they charge you right. Yes, Jeez. but Rock Rage Radio. The app is totally free, so check it out, and it's way more interesting, in my opinion. Um, oh, uh, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com. <laughs> I always forget about my own shit. <clears throat> Ludini Rock and Roll. I apologize, guys. I was, I was being a, a smartass and slurping my vodka like vic, real, to make like a funny sound in the microphone before we started, and now like I have vodka like in my sinuses and stuff. So it's in his brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I apologize uh, for the throat clear- clearing and stuff like that. I mean, I already have wacky sinuses, and like that was yeah. just, <laughs> that was about as stupid as stupid. Yeah, uh, uh, Mom always said stupid <laughs> is as stupid does. Pretty much. So, um, but uh, uh, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com. A lot of awesome things there. If you'd like to become part of the group, the folks that hang out with us on the podcast, go to LuLombardiMusic dot com. Become part of our inner circle. You also get access to exclusive music, things like our YouTube archive and stuff like that. So check all that out. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com and Lulombardi Music. Oh my God, I'm like belching. I got all kinds of problems. I need help. Wow. Speaking of Rock Rage Radio, Lily V6, save my ass. Lily is a uh, uh, jock on Rock Rage Radio. She has her own show. You want to just give them a quick Sure. <laughs> my show is on Thursdays. It's Hot Licks with Lily Six, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Like Lou said, uh, the, the app is free. Or you can go to rockrageradio.com. Uh, I do interviews and play um, a few mainstream bands and mostly unsigned bands. But this week I do have Kat Von D on. I interviewed her. Uh, it was about 15 minutes of fun. She's very inter- interesting, and she will be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in February. I believe it's February 28th at the Thunderbird. Cool. So she talks a little bit about her stage show, which is going to be very interesting. Half a bottle of Thunderbird. There it is. I'm living on the bridge. <laughs> I'm going to take the night train down. Let's see her. Um, Lily V6. We love Lily V6. Hot licks with Lily 6. Um, and speaking of loving... Loving you is easy cause you're beautiful 
Uh, Pittsburgh Kevin is in the house tonight. Billy T is saying he can't hear Lily. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is funny because we can hear her here. Say, Lily talk. Lily talk. Can you hear me? Yes? No? Maybe? Sure. <laughs> I can hear you. That's all that matters. I don't know. You're showing up on all the shit. I hear myself. I'm sh- maybe I know maybe show- <laughs> Billy T's a little, you know, out there. All right. So let's talk again. I'm here. Yeah, Hello? You're, not, you're not coming out. At all? Oh. T- talk again. Okay, I'm going to keep talking till uh, Lou tells me to it's talk. It's weird. Stop talking. It's, I had this problem earlier. I was yeah. rerouting things and everything like that. Yeah. So maybe what we do is you bring Lily your can ch- sit on my lap and use my <laughs> mic. What I think we're going to do, <laughs> and I don't know what's going on because you're, it, look, it's showing yeah, up. it's showing it's up on re- there. It's being recorded. It's not going out online, but you guys can hear Pits- Pittsburgh Kevin. So here's what we're going to do. I okay. do not understand this. I have worked on this system for know, days. For days. I saw you working on it. Losing my days. mind, <laughs> trying to get all window. this stuff to work, and it's like there's always like one thing that won't come out, and and it was she was working an hour ago. I checked all the mics. It was coming out on the thing. It's not coming out on the thing. So what we're gonna do is you're gonna swing your microphone, Pittsburgh Kevin, and you're gonna we're all gonna oh get cozy. God. You're gonna come a little closer. <laughs> we're gonna get oh. a little closer. Get a little. But you still need this mic. We need to know both microphones. But we're going to bring Kevin's microphone. Yeah. Kevin, can you bring your chair over here closer to Lily? Yeah. Get as close to Lily as you can. I'm going to get as close to Lily as I can. I can't stand you guys. Okay, so so it looks a little wonky, guys. (laughs) You're freaking me out. So we have a glitch in the matrix, and I don't know what's going on, but you should be able to hear Lily Von Six. (laughs) Thanks, Bill. Our plan worked perfectly. So, okay. All right, so I don't know what's going on, and I will have to talk to my, uh, uh, talk to the people at Loopback to find out why in the world of sports this is going to So, <clears throat> all right, so we're, we're a close-knit family tonight. We, um, uh, oh, my I'm kidding. God, it's my club soda. <laughs> God damn it! Maybe it's up your nose. Oh, no. no. Um, we are, this is, it doesn't look like it on camera, but we are six feet apart. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm getting claustrophobic now. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I might just to talk here or here or here. Okay, talk here. between the two. Keep your face like somewhere in the middle. That's not talking. Well, I'm not talking right now. I wasn't. I was licking the air. I was licking the air. <laughs> I'm licking the air. <laughs> Okay, somebody gave us five stars. Thank you for the five stars. Chuck, Chuck Morale. Yeah, Chuck, what's up, big guy? Um, anyways, uh, speaking of five stars, please go to, like, check us out on Spotify and iTunes, man. Uh, reviews and stuff like that are truly helpful. So if you could uh, do stuff like that, we do appreciate it. We do appreciate it, dude. 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 Oh. dude, we appreciate it, man. I'm going to murder someone. No. Okay, so. Um... I think we've taken care of all the business stuff, right? Wolf's Customs, Rock Rage, talked about your show. Your stuff. Introduced everybody, introduced my stuff, blah, 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 yada, 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 whatever, whatever. We're 17 minutes in and people are going like, get to the fucking comic! <laughs> okay, I think the alcohol is starting to work. So we're going to start with look. So these are bands, so let's kind of like explain what we're talking about here. These are bands that are, you know, despite it being 2022... Are still playing rock that you would recognize as rock. In other words, like if people from the 80s or 70s were to show up, 
mm-hmm. they'd go, yeah, they'd recognize it. They'd, they'd, yeah, 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 that's rock. Yeah. They'd, they'd go, yeah, that's rock. They'd be like, you know, it wouldn't <laughs> be like a, a thing where they'd be like, I don't really think that's rock. They'd be, they'd be none of that nonsense. Um, and uh, so that is the sort of qualifier here. Um, for what uh, the, the sort of not to qualify what's the word I want the sort of that's the ground rules okay I like if that if you want to say that those are the sort of you know uh, gr- ground rules of it um, okay I can't find what I wanted to but I will find it as Lily talks okay. so Lily go ahead and start with we're gonna go start with Lily as we always do and she's gonna we're gonna we're gonna do like five Pittsburgh Kevin you can chime in as I we go chime in. You can chime in and give us your your, <laughs> your thoughts. So, uh, so we start with Lily V6. What do you got, Lily? Um, I'm going to say Dirty Honey first, uh, American rock band from LA. They were first the first band to top the charts as an unsigned band with the song "When I'm Gone." Uh, John Notto, the guitarist for the band, likes to call the sound new fashioned rock and roll. Uh, they're straight up no apologies rock and roll band. Uh, the five songs on their debut EP are what every rock fan is looking for: uh, meaty melodies, explosive dynamics, gritty rock vocals, and heavy guitar riffs. Um, they have a fan base of established rock stars that include Guns N' Roses, The Who, and Slash, all who have tapped Dirty Honey to open for them. Nice. They open for the Black Crows on the Shake Your Moneymaker tour that Lou saw last year, and they will be co-headlining with Mammoth WVH on the Young Guns tour this year, which I will be covering for Rock Rage Radio. Nice. Um, on January 1st, 2022, they released a cover of the Prince song, Let's Go Crazy, which is amazing. Go listen Ooh, to I want to hear it. Yeah. I got to hear that. Okay. I'm it. it's, it's fresh. Really it's brand new. Ma, I got him, Ma. Oh, they performed it during the 2022 NHL Winter Classic. Um, this, their studio album, Dirty, Dirty Honey, was released in 2021. If you haven't heard them, check them out. And the single, California Dreamin', is the other one you're going to want to hear. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, Bones Magoo. So you just walked hey. in. Hey, Bones. Thanks, oh, buddy. Bones. Dirty Honey. I saw that band. You did, I know. They opened for the Black Crows. Oh, that's right. And they were fan fucking tastic. Yes, I haven't seen them yet, but I will. This here's year. here's here's the thing about going to see like a like especially a sh- like a show like the Black Crows, which was in an outdoor amphitheater. Mm-hmm. They, you know, <clears throat> the opening act doesn't get like the full PA and right. the full no. lights. In fact, when Dirty Honey was playing, it was still light. Yeah, you know what I mean. So Everybody's like, out over you know tailgating. So, yeah, 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 people were kind of, there's some people still tailgating, but me and Sharon really dug them. We thought they were really good. <clears throat> we stayed. We listened to the entire show. Um, the I do not know the members. I just the know the, the lead singer John uh, Notto, but he is good. Vo- he's a really good voice. They yep. did. They did a Led Zeppelin uh, cover, uh, which is you know Zeppelin's. Uh, you know it's kind of challenging for a vocalist. I was uh, just really. I thought, and I thought it was a great match. I just. Uh, I, I think though that like in a club where it could have like they could have been loud and like mm-hmm. I think it would have been just more effective. But you, that's what you know. As they were playing, you could be like like we are just. It was louder than the background music that's playing now, but <laughs> honestly, not by too much. Right. So it wasn't as effective as I thought that it really could have been or should have been. It was unfortunate, but they were just there. You could just tell they just shined all over the place. Great show. Yes, this is a good example of a band um, that uh, is keeping that you know playing that traditional rock. And they, the, they're co-headlining with um, Wolfgang Van Halen. Oh, at, yeah. at the Roxy and this year, Very so cool. yeah, it'll be a good show, I think. That's might been somebody who could have ended up on this list, <clears throat> maybe for part two. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to talk about one of my absolute favorite bands ever. <laughs> and that is saying a lot because this is a band that came out really kind of broke in this century. Okay, which yeah. is like you can say there's no great rock I when you when I when we talk about the pretty reckless, this is a great rock band. And that is what they're playing. They are unlike um you know, they're often unfairly, you know, compared or put against Hailstorm. They sound nothing like no, Hailstorm. they're very different. Uh, you can tell that these guys have roots with Led Zeppelin and even the Beatles. Excuse me. Even the Beatles. I didn't mean to distort the mic. We might want to go to headphones at some point. But even the Beatles. Uh, it, it, there's there's um, some Southern rock in some places. Um, they just bring back that great, like... You know, fist in the air, like you just don't care, you know, <laughs> rocking out type type stuff. Guitar solos. Mm -hmm. Wow. Crazy shit, right? Can I imagine that the band released their debut uh, studio album, Light Me Up, in August 2010. The album spawned three moderately successful singles, most notably Make Me Wanna Die. The band released Hit Me <laughs> Like a Man. <clears throat> I talk about a politically incorrect well, title. That's very Taylor Moms in there. In March 2014, the <laughs> band released their second studio album, Going to Hell, which included the singles Heaven Knows. And if you have not heard the song Heaven Knows, you really need to go. You need to, if you're listening to the podcast, like on Spotify or iTunes, pause it real quick and go listen to Heaven Knows. No. It's one of the greatest, <laughs> it is one of the greatest rock anthems maybe of all time. I mean, so you fuckers out there they're no good music come on you just listen to that song you tell me that that song doesn't kick freaking ass it lo looks like lou's ready to beat you up if you disagree i'm ready to beat somebody up i'm not i'm super i love everybody uh the band's third three album uh who you selling for was released in uh, october uh of 2016 by razor and tie um who was signed to razor and tie somebody uh, we know i believe that the Clarks were signed okay. to Razor and Tie way, way back when that record label was just getting started. The album spawned the single Take Me Down. Again, listen to that song. It is really like, it's, other than the fact that it has modern production and everything, it's a song that could have come out in 1978. Like, it, it's mm. just, it's wonderful. Uh, earned the band their fourth number one on the U.S. rock chart. See, even people are way are listening to it and digging it. Okay, so that's like get your shit together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember back uh, when we first started doing the lean podcast. into the mic, so people people want to hear you. I remember back in the day <laughs> when you and I did the podcast together. <laughs> no, but back, back when we first started doing the podcast, we featured them. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, that's how I. Yeah, you know, yeah there was a band that really. <clears throat> really kind of blew my doors off. Uh, the singer, uh, guitarist, and gossip girl act 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 wow actress actress Taylor Momsen worked with several producers before meeting Kato Kandwala. 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 Momsen has said that she liked Kandwala because he was a rock producer as opposed to a pop producer. Introduced Momsen to Ben Phillips. The, the three of them began to write songs together. Uh, three unnamed musicians were hired to form the band when Momsen, uh, with Momsen. The band were originally called The Reckless, but had to change the name due to trademark problems. The band's first concert was in uh, May of 
of 2009 at the Annex in New York. After seven concerts, the lineup of the band was changed. The new lineup band consisted of Momsen with John Secolo, Matt Shirelli, and Nick Carbone. Shirelli Carbone, they sound like good paisans. Uh, <laughs> the second lineup of the band also played the first concert at the Annex. They recorded some demos in, in 09. Uh, open for the Veronicas on the North American tour. <clears throat> Eventually, there were some band changes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you get the idea. So these guys kind of started getting the thing together. This is Taylor Momsen. If you do not know, and this is so like, you know, there's a, what is it, like Truth is Stranger Than Fiction or like one of those like never judge a book by its cover, right, Lily? Yeah. <clears throat> this was Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> From the Jim Carrey, I knew he, I knew he was going to bring this stole Christmas. Holy cow! That is her. That's that little bitch. Whoa! So she could have easily gone pop music with that look. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> and I really kind of respect really what they're doing. It's like these are songs that are ri- obviously written. Somebody sat down on a guitar and worked out chord changes and wrote lyrics, and it wasn't just you know sampled by producers and blah 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 blah. It's like real rock and roll. In, in again, like the the dirt, uh, uh, dirty honey. The pretty reckless, like same. If these bands would have came out in the seventies or eighties, you'd have been like, "Yes, kicks ass. This is great mm-hmm. stuff." You know, you know, wouldn't have batted an eye <clears throat> at it. So, uh, yeah. So my list includes now the pretty reckless. Throwing it back to Lily V Six. Wow. Oh my God. Thank you. Are we going fox hunting? Is that what's happening? Um, have you guys heard Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown? Oh my god, okay. I have them on my list, you bitch! Ah! Well, anyway, I don't like their name at all, but I do like the band. Uh, formed in Nashville, Tennessee, they've released four successful studio albums, a mix of southern blues and roots rock. Uh, started to build their fan base the old-fashioned way with constant touring. Um, the latest Playing real instruments, excuse yes, me. Yes, real instruments. <laughs> the latest released uh, album was October 16, 2020. Um, due to the COVID, they had to record most of it at Tyler's home, but it did feature guest artists like his wife. I hope they social distance and all wore masks. <laughs> I'm sure I'm they did. I'm not buying the album. <laughs> Larkin, Poe, and Blackberry Smoke were on the album. Uh, they, have, they have toured with Jeff Beck, ZZ Top, Aerosmith, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, and Skinnerd. Their first performance since the pandemic was at Jurgle's Rhythm Grill in Warrendale, Pennsylvania on June 25th, 2021. Uh, they released a new single, Born Rockin', on September 17th, 2021, independently, followed by an all-acoustic EP, Rust in Roll, released on September 23rd, 2021. So that's what they have been doing lately. Um, Kevin, Pittsburgh Kevin and I, we saw We him. saw them. Yeah, we, we saw, saw them. Him. They were, they, they did a show and we went to see... Highway 4. Mm-hmm. Ah. Do you remember Highway 4? Yes. Fifth is a good rock and roll band. I wish they would have continued to do stuff. They were really good. Uh, shout out to Kelly. But um, we went to see Highway 4, and you know they were opening for uh, Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. And it was a awesome show. They kicked ass. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen them. It does matter. Folks, does it really matter? Yes, it does. <laughs> I've never seen them live, so... Suck for me. <laughs> it was at, it was at, um, it's not Nick's Fat City. What was it called after that? Oh, uh, what was it? Diesel? Diesel. It diesel? Yeah. It was a Diesel. It's Club. Was it's that that night a... I saw you across the street at Diesel when I was at that other show? Yeah. <laughs> and um, they were. Um, That's great. I was in a corset. <laughs> yeah, you were in a corset and, and, uh, and dominatrix boots. Was it, the, was it the burlesque show? Yeah. Yep. It was. Yep. There you go. 
we hadn't started working together yet, but I knew who she was. <laughs> um, and I got to t- I got to talk to Tyler briefly. Um, bought the T-shirt, and um, just a very sweet, humble kid, you know, who really loves the kind of music that, like, you know, is what you would. Again, if somebody from 1975 showed up with it, would like somebody who liked Rick Derringer in the 70s or Peter Frampton, okay, or Ted Nugent, would this would yeah, they would have Tyler's records right mm-hmm. alongside of that, you know, it's exactly got that, <laughs> it's exactly it's got that, it's got that exact vibe. So, good pick, Lily V6. I Your think turn. you you both but we'll talk about it. we both have this one. Yes. But that's okay. I'll let you do it. I got other ones. Okay. Um so I want to talk about um this is not again, this is another band that has come out. Mm, yeah, I guess this band is from the yeah, this band started in this century. Um and they like jaw droppingly blew, blew my mind. Um Jay Buchanan uh, I had heard him uh, with his pre. He had his own uh, act called Buchanan a few years before. It's like in the kind of two thousand three, four, five era. Mm-hmm. And um, they, if you can, you know, it's on YouTube. You can go and listen. I don't think there's any um, actual like music videos, but they have a song called American Sun. And if this is an absolutely killer track. And it's just like, uh, it just got no promotion. There was a tiny, minis- tiny, teeny, tiny record label and it just didn't do anything. And it's unfortunate because I've played, everybody I know who knows me, I make them listen to American <laughs> Sun by Buchanan. It's an amazing song. <clears throat> but he got together with Scott Holiday, who I would say is like a modern day guitar hero. And they built this band called Rival Sons. And Rival Sons is, oh my God, it's like everything you love about Led Zeppelin, you know, The Doors, and even the, what I always thought, uh, what I always thought about Jay's voice, uh, he was like Bono meets Jim Morrison. He has kind of both things kind of going on, and there's and the band has a great like those kind of big Led Zeppelin-y blues riff kind of things going on with really one of their signature things is this amazing drum sound. It's just like, <clears throat> you know, if John Bonham, I mean, if John Bonham's up in heaven looking down, he's got a big smile on his face whenever he hears Rival Sons <laughs> plays because they've got that whole Led Zeppelin kind of drum thing going on. Um, uh, anyways, I mentioned Jay Buchanan, Scott Holiday, uh, Dave Best, Best, Bessie, uh, and Michael uh, Miley on drums. Uh, this was, they formed in 09. Um, they eventually worked with a keyboard player, Todd Organ, when, uh, when they started touring. They are signed to Atlantic Records. And, um, but they were, um, they're, there's, they're on a subsidiary. They're on Dave Cobb's subsidiary label, a country sound. Um, Dave Cobb, it, <laughs> I didn't, I just, I, I like contacted him. Because I wanted him to produce my record, I didn't know that he was famous. He just came up on a list of <clears throat> producers, so I contacted him. I'm like, that's funny. It, it said he would produce rock. I'm like, I'm looking for anybody that wants to work with rock. 
because uh, so many people are like, you know, hip hop and they want to electronic everything. But uh, formed in Long Beach, where J.B. Cannon and Michael Miley lived. Uh, Buchanan previously recorded as a solo artist with his band Buchanan. I mentioned it. He independently released uh, All Understood in 04 and True Love EP in 06. I believe All Understood is the album I'm talking about. Uh, formed, uh, Arrival Sons reform, uh, formed with remains of. Uh, with the remnants of guitarist Scott Holiday's previous band, Scott is, like I said, an amazing uh, guitarist. Uh, he had been active in a number of bands, including Human Lab, who were signed to Atlantic Records, but uh, which he left and formed Black Summer Crush. Well, that's a cool name for a band, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like in 06, it. Holiday became, uh, came across Buchanan while searching on MySpace for a singer. Wow! <laughs> Holy shnikes! Freaking... My freaking space. Unbelievable. Thank you, Bones. I thought I thought Bones was at Bones out of my space page, didn't you, buddy? I had yep, one. You did, yeah. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, so this is so these guys hook up on MySpace. That's crazy. Uh, drummer Michael Miley had previously worked with Buchanan as well as been in uh, Veruca Salt. Nice. Okay. Uh, I like that band. Right. Uh, that's, that's a good, that was a good rock band from mm-hmm. the 90s. Um, uh, he, had, he had met bassist Robin Everett playing at a benefit concert uh, at Isaac Hayes' house. Uh, the union of Holiday, Buchanan, Everett, and Miley led to the formation of Rival Sons. As singer-songwriter Buchanan was skeptical about joining a rock and roll band after seeing the reception of the band's uh, debut album Before uh, the Fire, produced by Dave Cobb, Buchanan committed to Rival Sons full-time. Jack Rivera of the Huffington Post declared them a rock band to watch in 09. Following this acclaim, they were invited to perform as a supporting act for ACDC, Alice Cooper, Black Sabbath, the Kid Rock, all great rock bands. Uh, during this time, Rival Sons also performed on the racetrack during a televised show of the Indianapolis 500. Fancy. <clears throat> uh, you can't go wrong. Pressure in time. Amazing record. Head down. Great Western Valkyrie. Just... You can't go wrong. Just grab any Even of their the things. <laughs> yeah. Just just get like the song Pressure in Time is like one of my favorite songs by them. But um yeah, check check them out guys if you don't know. Um but they were signed they're signed to this is funny. They're signed to, and I think this is a subsidiary subsidiary of a bigger label, uh, Electra or something. But I believe right now they're they're signed with Earache. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> um so anyway, so uh Got to throw a little uh, love at Rival Sons. It is uh, where are we here in the in the situation? Make about a half an hour. Um, we got any watchers in the club? Uh, we do, but I can only read the two that I already read that say Facebook user on yours. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh. Uh, Chris Underwolf Dodson wants to know: <clears throat> Is Pittsburgh Kevin your brother? Uh, Pittsburgh Kevin is absolutely my brother from another mother. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we 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 was grown up twins. together. We was grown up together. We was grown up together. <laughs> yes, we were, and uh, we met because we had the same girlfriend. <laughs> well, we liked the same girl. Which uh, one? Because there's been many. Actually, <laughs> there's been many. Tammy Taporsky says, "Love rival son." So do we, Tammy. It's a great band. Um, so, anyways, uh, shout out to everybody who's watching. We love you guys. Thank you so much. 
Um, Lily V6, I am so interested because she was reading off some of the names before we started. And I'm like, I don't know these people. Like, why should you know them? Like, what is going on? So I know you got a good one. What do you got? I'm going to go with the Cadillac 3 next. What? Um, yes. That, you just made that up. I did not. <laughs> I saw them back when they started out and were called the Cadillac Black. Uh, then they changed their name a few years later. I saw them again as the Cadillac 3. American Southern Rock Group from Nashville, Tennessee. Frontman Jaron Johnson was born to be in the biz. He writes singles for Keith Urban, Tim McGraw, and Jake Owen. Um, he is the son of Jerry Ray Johnson, who was the drummer for the 80s country band Bandana. Um, they have been... Wait, what? Uh, Vandana? What? Bandana. 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 They have been called a revamped Skinnerd or Allman <laughs> Brothers for the 21st century. Uh, they aren't trying to reinvent rock and roll. They're just trying to be honest in their music, and that's their biggest draw. In October 2020, they released their fifth studio album, Tabasco and Sweet Tea. <laughs> I and like it, that. And it's cute, right? In April 2021, they announced that they would have their own radio show on Planet Rock, uh, the Planet Rock radio station every Saturday night for a month. So that was in May of 2021 they did that. But super fun. It's the, it's three guys. It's very classic southern blues, everything rock, and they're, they're just super fun to watch. And when I first... When I saw Cadillac 3, I'm like, I know I've seen this band before, and who are they? So I researched it, and they were the Cadillac Black. I saw it open years ago for another band. So, very cool guys. Wow, so you were, like, hip to them. Yeah, I already knew who they were. I was yeah, like, look at you being <laughs> on the inside with the stuff. <laughs> so one. listen to them. Check them out, guys. Go check these bands out. You can pause. We'll be here. We'll come <laughs> we'll back. We'll be here. We're, well, we're not going nowhere. Um... I, you know, this is a this is somebody that um, I, again. This, now, this person is super famous, so I'm probably not telling you something you don't know. But like, they really are playing real rock and roll in an era of new metal and new. You know what I mean? And very kind of sequenced and you know, beat mapped and technoed and synthesized rock. Um, you guys know uh, his name is Saul Hudson. I know oh, who that Saul. is. I know. Yes, I, know. I grew up with Saul. He's a nice boy. He's a nice boy from Brooklyn. No, <laughs> Saul Hudson. He's got, he's better known as Slash. But is he's in my phone as Saul? Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> he is. <clears throat> um. So he started. Like kind of as everybody, if I if you've been living under a rock, <laughs> his original sort of like hot smoking lead guitarist for the band Guns N' Roses. But man, has he done so much more? Um, slash his Snake Pit, at, you know, sort of like Guns N' Roses, and him him and Axel kind of on the outs. So he does the Slash the Snake Pit, then. He does this really cool band called Velvet Revolver, which is really is mere. I think that what Slash does so well, like with Slash's thing with Velvet Revolver, and then what the what I want to talk about is work with Miles Kennedy is sort of like bridge the gap between the classic rock of the seventies and eighties with just a little bit of that more modern kind of. You know, he, they, in other words, these are rock bands that know that Nirvana happened. Yes. They're, they're still playing rock and roll, 
But they're like, yeah, 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 that happens. So we can't like completely like not have a little bit of a flavor in there somewhere. <clears throat> but um, Velvet Revolver, which reestablished him as a mainstream performer uh, uh, into the uh, mid to late 2000s, Slash has received four, uh, released four solo albums, Slash in 2010, featuring an array of musicians. This is a really fun record. He works with freaking everybody on this record. It's just called Slash. It's out in 2010. And you name it, he's on it. Um, a, a, a band that's on my list, and I, uh, but their singer, um, the singer from Wolf Mother. Mm. He's on. There's like tons of folks on. It's a really, really cool record. Um, Apocalyptic Love in 2012, World on Fire 2014, Living the Dream. This is when he started working with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Um, and these guys are just really keep. I mean, they're just playing straight up rock and roll. Uh, what's so fun too, and I saw Velvet Revolver do this, and I know that that. Um, uh, I know that his work when he was Miles Kennedy did this too. They throw in, they play some Guns N' Roses songs. And Miles Kennedy can sing the shit out of that stuff like no problem. And so could Scott Weiland. I saw the oh, yeah, revolver mm-hmm. and he sang, he sang like people, you know, like, like Axl Rose is known for this like sort of like high voice. I mean, Scott Weiland nailed that shit. Yeah. It was freaking great. And then, you know, so. <clears throat> If you get a chance to check it out, I love um, all the work uh, that um, uh, um, Slash has done with Miles Kennedy. So my pick for this round here is Slash and Miles Kennedy. I think that they are just doing it. They do have a little bit of a modern rock kind of like nod. Like they kind of, you know, they're not like completely like. And they're, in other words, they're not being... Um, What's, what's their names? The band that comes out with the big hair and the big show and they kind of parody. Steel Panther. They're not, they're not, doing, they're not doing Steel Panther. They're not doing Steel Panther. <clears throat> but, you know, you know. Anyway, like so you, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I got you. You know what I'm saying? 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 Go ahead, Lily V6. All right. So the next band I'm going to talk about is Dorothy. Not the Yellow Brick Road Dorothy. No. But American rock band formed in L.A., the lead vocalist Dorothy Martin. She is um, a combination of traits from some of our favorite rock and roll ladies. She has the badass attitude of Joan Jett, the mysteriousness of Stevie Nicks, and the vocal strength of Grace Slick. (laughs) There it is. Her songs include her wailing about raising hell over distorted guitars, the beauty of the West Coast, and opens up about her battles with alcoholism and addiction. Um, She is a new female in the rock world that will steal your heart. I saw her one time... At Star Lake, open for Breaking Benjamin. Didn't know who she was, but I loved how she dressed it. Well, her dress is very Stevie Nicks, so that's where I took it immediately. Um, they released their first a self-titled EP in 2014 that Rolling Stone deemed a band you need to know. Um, they have two studio albums, uh, the latest released in 2018, and there is one on the way. Um, the title will be Gifts from the Holy Ghost. She got the title because she witnessed a guitar tech die of an overdose of heroin and then come back to life. Whether or not that actually happened, I don't know. That's what she says. Um, she has appeared alongside Dolly Parton on the soundtrack for um, the Parton film Dumplin' in 2018. Dumplin'? Yes. Part My God. God. You need to check out their tracks, uh, Dark Nights, After Midnight, Wicked Ones, and Raise Hell. Um, what's ironic is her fir- uh, one of her other albums is called Rock is Dead. Meanwhile, she is rock. <laughs> and 28 Days in the Valley. But uh, very fun. She's got a lot of charisma on the stage. I got some really good photos of her because I was in the pit for that show covering it. 
actually for Breaking Benjamin, but she was the opening act, so very good. I know nothing about Dorothy, but I'm going to check it out on Spotify uh, later on. I really want to hear Dorothy. You'll like it. You will like it. And you're going to like I it. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> let's, um, speaking of liking it, I don't know. Let's take a kind of a break or something. What time? Where are we? We're 39 minutes. We'll do, we'll do one more, then we'll take a break. Um, I don't know. I have so, there's so many good ones, but I promised that we would limit this thing. <laughs> we weren't going to go crazy and, you know, do like 30 bands. So I'm going to pick a band that, um, I have not seen this particular band live, but I saw the main dude in the band. I've seen them. Live. And it's Government Mule, uh, American Southern Rock Jam Band, formed in, in 94, uh, some folks from the Almond Brothers, Warren Haynes and Alan, Alan Woody, got together and said, let's go do something. Um, I remember hearing Warren Haynes talk about it, and this came about through discussions with him and Alan Woody on while they were on tour with the Almond Brothers. You're like, you know, whatever happened to those bands like Cream? Like, where is that band that, like, yeah, there's like, yeah, okay, you know, it's like blues guys and stuff, but like, like rock, playing like that, like, sort of kind of heavier rock. Um, just as a three piece. Now they did eventually bring, um, they do tour with a keyboard player uh, at times. Um, but basically that's the sort of story behind, um, um, uh, government, government, you know, Alan Woody was the bassist. Um, Warren Haynes came in to fill the spot for, um, No, 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 no. For, to fill a spot for um, uh, Dwayne Allman. He was kind of doing the Dwayne Allman part. Because Dickie Betts, I believe, yes. Dickie was still in the band when Warren uh, joined the band. Um, and if you don't know that record, um, uh, Seven... What's it called, Lee? Seven Roads? <laughs> You're asking too many questions. Seven, seven. Anyways, anyways <laughs> there's a... Um, um, they they the, they had a single on that record called Good Clean Fun, which was uh, which the rock stations here in Pittsburgh played because it was like, woo, the Almond Brothers are saying it's the '90s and grunge is popular, but the Almond Brothers, um, and it's and kind of funny, like, it. like they exactly. kind of never that kind of sound kind of never completely went away. Um, a future podcast is going to be, so I want to do a podcast on the Southern rock that people don't realize, because like, people think the Southern rock kind of ended in the early '80s. You know what oh, I mean? No, no, but no, no. but there's been all these bands like through every era of rock, including grunge and everything. There's always been southern rock bands. Something. And so I'd something. like to I would like to talk about Sunvolt, the Drive-by Truckers, and bands like you know all those all those really awesome bands. So we're going to do something on that in a, on a future podcast. It's really been uh, it's been on my heart. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, um, so. Um, so the band was, you know, this came out of conversations while on tour with, with the Allman Brothers. Uh, in February of 2000, the band released Life Before Insanity to critical praise. Although the band had already experienced previous success, they anticipated a greater commercial success of the album. Unfortunately, Alan Woody was found dead in uh, New York City uh, on August 26th uh, of the same year. On September 21st of 2000, a benefit uh, was organized called One for Woody, with the proceeds going to Woody's daughter. Uh, the Allman Brothers, the Black Crows, Phil Lesh and Friends, blah, blah, blah. So what I want to, the reason I'm talking about the death of Alan Woody is because there, these guys did something unprecedented. 
I think. So you guys can tell me if this is unprecedented. But um, they had to find another bass player. They didn't know exactly what they were going to do. But they were, while they weren't like big like pop heroes, everybody in the industry respected like these three dudes. They were like really serious musicians playing some long jams, but a lot of succinct, good written riff based songs with great musicianship. And they realized they had a lot of friends. And so they did this project called Low Rising. Rising Low. Somebody look it up for me. Um, where they brought together their favorite bass players. Uh-huh. And they did like a giant kind of, not necessarily an audition, kind of an audition, but a kind of just like fun kind of thing. Um, but Roger Glover from Deep Purple played uh, all kind of like famous bass players. Like it was like a who's who of bass players. Rising Low. Rising Low. Um uh, got, 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 and it's a great documentary. It is funny and entertaining, and you're gonna hear great music. And they do great covers. Michelle Digicello, uh played oh, yeah. plays on like you name it. Anybody who's a badass bass player showed up and wanted to play with these guys. And it was just a testament to like what a really well respected band they were. And they're still going. They're still putting out records. The last record I believe came out in 2017. Um, I like this record. If this is, you know, for a long time, I was like, some there is an element of Southern rock and Black Sabbath that could go together. I've always thought this. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to do a, a project like this. And in the, the record that they released, uh, I think it's called Revolution uh, Come, Revolution Go, um, is really like this. It's like super heavy, super riffs, but it's still got the kind of Southern thing going, but it's got the Sabbath thing going. It's just badass. Government Mule. So they're on my list uh, of current bands that just, they're still playing great uh, uh, rock and roll. Um, We're going to take a little break. Okay. 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 All right. We're going to take a break. I'm going to play this track because I couldn't find the other one I wanted to play for (laughs) y'all. Um, I need to kill the other thing first, but um, this is a song that uh, this features Keith the Hawk Hawkins on drums and and the uh, oh the ever amazing um, uh, Katie Simone doing uh, uh, vocals with me, and pretty much I'm doing everything else. Mike Ofka mixed it and produced it and everything. Uh, You guys check it out. It's called Peace in the Valley. We'll be back in a few minutes. No, that's not Peace in the Valley. This is Peace in the Valley. We'll be back in a few minutes. Take two.
music.com and you can find out more about it i was just listening to that song and how there's this breakdown and there's this like kind of longish guitar solo and i was cutting vocals on this on a song for my new band last night 
it doesn't sound the same, but it's got the same kind of like arrangement. Like there's this kind of breakdown, it's like long solo sections. I'm like, I guess that's just my thing. That's what you like, you know. So uh, that's just me keeping it real. Uh, anyways, guys, welcome back. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Please uh, find Wolf's Customs. Uh, Wolf's Customs out online or Wolf's Customs on social media for custom uh, artwork done on your musical instrument. RockRageRadio.com. Download the app and listen to great music content like this 24-7 as well as uh, Hot Licks with Lily V6. Um, so let's, how many, how many did you do? Oh, hell. One, two, three, four. You done four? And I yeah. just wrapped up with Government Mule. So you, your use is your fifth. Okay, so also you might want to chime in on this one because you've had it on your list as well, and I don't have a lot of information on it. But Blackstone Cherry, American rock band formed in Kentucky. They've released seven studio albums and have charted 17 singles. I have seen them one time. In oh, my, you lucky bitch. In my opinion, they don't tour in Pittsburgh enough. So come back to Pittsburgh, please. Yeah, I think they would be like, I think they, Pittsburgh would dig them. They yeah. just need to keep coming back, yeah. They are influenced by Cream, Led Zeppelin, Muddy Waters, and The Faces. They have shared the stage with Def Leppard, Skinner, Bad Company, Motorhead, and ZZ Top. Their latest album was, was released in 2020 called The Human Condition. It includes a killer cover of Tracy Chapman's Give Me One Reason. Live versions of four of the album's original tracks and the single again. Again, is a greatest single. Uh, it is their highest uh, peaking song since Me and Mary Jane released in 2014. That is what I have on them, so you probably have more. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have too much more. I just have to say that, like, I, I, how did I find out about these guys? Uh, it was real early. It was on uh, Folklore and Super... No? Maybe it was there something... Wait a second. I would have to see the cover. Um... Let me take a look. What's on their self-titled Rain Wizard? Yeah, it might be on their very first album. Uh, Rain. I remember. I remember. I discovered. I ran across Rain Wizard, and I'm not. I don't know how. <laughs> um, like it, I. Shit. I'm trying. Oh man, that bu that bugs me now. Um, because I'm usually pretty good about like how I found stuff like that. But I thought that. Um, I I don't know if it was on the. Um, uh, the Mog. You guys remember Mog? Mm -hmm. The Mog app? Um, or it might have been somehow finding them on, on Kazaa. Or maybe I read about them and looked them up or something. I, I'm not uh, exactly sure. Um, but I just remember hearing... Uh, I, did, I, I bought Folklore and Superstition. Um, and I just... You know, I was sold from the first... Um, from the first note, um, that like type of rock was based in the blues, definitely had a Southern rock thing. What I thought of right away was, um, the project that Zach Wilde did, um, between Aussie albums in the nineties called pride and glory. Uh, I was like, okay, this is like heavy Southern rock. Um, and, um, that's exactly what it is. It was like, you know, not met, not Southern. Some people called it. There were people that, um, uh, referred to like pride and glory and, um, uh, Blackstone train bands, like it is Southern metal. Not well. I mean, if there is a such thing, you know, they, they, that, they think there is. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think a band that we would call Southern metal is, um, what are they called? Big, uh, big John. What's his name? Big, uh, what's his name? I interviewed him. Um, 
You would ask me. Yeah. What are they called? You know what I'm talking about. The dude's, the dude's huge. He sells his own uh, barbecue sauce. He came to Pittsburgh. You love, oh, you, you've seen them. They, they play jurgles. They're super heavy, but they are a southern band. I'm sure I now know I would, who this now is. No, I would. I... Now I would. Big, oh, big jurgle. Oh, uh, you, um, you, uh, damn, guys, somebody, somebody throw me a bone. I'm sorry. I don't know, dude. Yes, you do. I do, but I don't. If I said, if I said when the name, you say like, it, oh, yeah, yeah, when you say yeah, yeah. it, I'll know it. Yeah, all your clues are like, uh, his favorite color is blue. I know. It's <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Are you going to help I us know. out here? You know what's funny? It's Blackstone Cherry. I didn't Big even see Big Dad Rich. <laughs> I have no singer. idea who that is. <laughs> oh, come on. Yes, you do. All right. All right. Oh, my God. It's, it's a shame we can't look it up. <laughs> I didn't even see Blackstone Cherry in wow. Pittsburgh. I saw them in New York. So really? this is what I'm talking about. They need to come back to Pittsburgh more often. Yeah. So we can see them. I don't know who that is. My yes, sister would know who that is. You do. Texas Hippie Coalition. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, I told you you would know. I know them. Come to me. But I, I would say like, I would call them more like Southern metal. Yeah. They've yeah, got yeah, that yeah. more like, you know, Pantera almost thing kind of going on. You know. Yes, I do That's like them. Funny. Okay. All right. So I knew you would know. <laughs> I don't know the guy's name. Okay. okay. But in, in any case, I don't know where I was going with that. But like, I would consider those guys more Southern metal. But this is like really good hard rock with that sort of Southern thing going on. You know, it isn't, um, <laughs> it isn't like that bro country bro thing. So don't, well, maybe some people might think, no. it is. do you think it is? No. The answer is no. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is no. The correct answer is no. Okay. Very cool. Um, so yeah, but that's, uh, so Lily brought up Blackstone Cherry. I think that's a, a really good one. I'm going to pick a band that I'm surprised Lily did not mention. That's the Dead Daisies. I'm surprised I didn't mention it too, because I love them. <laughs> Australian American rock super group. <laughs> uh, Dave Lauer, uh, uh, collective formed in 2013 uh, in Australia by Dave Lowry. Musicians that have joined Lowry for the project include Richard Fortas from Guns N' Roses, John Stevens from In Excess and Noiseworks, uh, Daryl Jones from the Rolling Stones, well, bassist yeah. extraordinaire, uh, Dizzy Reed. From Guns N' Roses, Marco Mendoza. From I interviewed Billy's him. Marco Mendoza. Very good one. Good, good, good. Uh, Charlie Drayton from The Cult and The Divinals. Uh, John Tempesta from The Cult. Frank Ferrer from Guns N' Roses. Oh, my God. Nine Inch Nails dudes. And oh, uh, Doug Aldrich, who plays the White Snake. Um, and amongst many, many. Uh, Dean Castronova. Karabi. Crime. Uh, John Karabi. That's who I saw them when he was John the lead singer. John Karabi. I'm surprised. Is, is Mitch Malloy singing with him now? No, it's, uh, it's somebody important. But I'm just surprised he's not. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that would be Mitch Malloy, throw him in there, you know, why not? Uh, it's Glenn Hughes. It's Glenn Hughes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, there you are. Yeah. Dead Days were formed by John Stevens and Dave Lowry. The, uh, the singer, songwriter, guitarist joined, got together. Uh, after X, after Dave Edwards, ex-manager of NXS, reintroduced them, the band's self-titled debut album was recorded in two weeks at Wishbone Studios in L.A. with American producer, engineer, multi-instrumentalist John Fields. The album was released in North America on the 9th of August of 2013 through uh, Caroline slash Universal and later released in the United Kingdom in mid-November. Lock and Load, their first single, was co-written by Slash. Okay, so now Slash is involved. 
Everybody's involved in this band. Everybody. Literally everybody. <laughs> he also played guitar on the track. The song was a Rolling Stone magazine daily countdown on the 20, top 25. Also available on the website BBC Radio 2. The song's music video appeared on more than 20 outlets, including Much Music. The single was released uh, in the United Kingdom on the on 28, 2013. You mean that they didn't debut it on Friday Night Videos? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Dead Daisies. This is like a who's who. Um, and like the rest of this is a lot of sort of lineup changes. And But yes, John Karabi, all kind of amazing people. So with those type of players playing, you know what you're going to get. And it's just really good rock. No, it is not like total like it is they don't sound like fucking poison or something like no, that. No, they do not. No, they do not. But At they all. do have an element of that more... I think that they've got a sprinkling. I think they've got a little bit of glitter and maybe some like pla- a maybe splash. Some, maybe some platform shoes mixed in because they do have a smidge of 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 that vibe, that glammy kind. Just a just like a, a dash. They have a splash of glitter from the stripper club. Okay. That's what it is. That's it. That's it. They, from the stripper club they went to um um they were uh, uh out at the climax on 22. <laughs> That's not a thing anymore. Well, it should be. <laughs> it should be. Erotic is still open. It's dirty and off, right? <laughs> oh, do you remember? Oh, no. The good one was the playground. Not on That's 70. also gone. I've been there. <laughs> that, oh, what, now Actually, you that whole building's gone. That was a shithole of shitholes, Yes, man. I know. I was there. <laughs> man, you better wipe the fucking seat, man, before you sit in that place. If you have COVID, you were never there. Yeah. Just, everything in there would kill COVID. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You go in there, that would kill COVID. Yeah. Oh, God. Now I'm going to get censored. I'm going to get canceled because I said the strip club kills COVID. Nice. No, I think that I think it's accurate. I think people know. I think that's accurate. I think that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, please do not take uh, the advice of uh, moron uh, wasteoids <laughs> who like rock music on your health. Please consult your doctor um in any case um that's a good pick the dead daisies i think i pat myself on the back so i think I we got them. 10 good boy. yeah that was 10 so we got 10 so go check out these 10 fucking bands quit fucking around okay <laughs> podcast over go home <laughs> bye um that's all i've got to say go away now um anyway so good show good job Couple of things we want to do. We uh, we we love to do this day in music, and we're going to do that in a minute. But I want to talk about our good friend. Speaking of classic rock, yeah, on our good friend Neil Young. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what's going on with this. Okay, so um, <laughs> so um, I I like have been so I've gone to bat for Neil Young with so many people, so many times. I love Neil Young. I remember like hearing like. On like um, the the more like on the rock stations, he was on the rock stations and on the pop stations, mm-hmm. which kind of fascinated me. And when he was when he was music would come on on the pop station, it was it would really stand out because you know the lot of the music from the seventies and stuff was like very polished. You're talking Dionne Warwick and the Carpenters and stuff like that. Right. And then you'd hear this guy um, with this very kind of like. Um, lilting 
vulnerable kind of vocal, you know, singing after the gold rush or heart of gold or one of those things. And he would be really moved by it. Um, and it was just, I thought it was very beautiful. I love his one note. What's the song? Is it, um, down by the river? That's mm-hmm. the one that has the one note guitar solo. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like, and I know, I know Jeff Mazzy like, would like kill me, you know, for saying, but, um, and I've gotten into like real, like heated arguments with people over it. I just loved what he was doing. I thought it was very cool. I thought it was very different. I mean, like, what do you do when you've got like these like really amazing guitar players all around you? I mean, the seventies had a lot of you had Rick Derringer, you had Ted Nugent, you had Peter Frampton, you had Eric Clapton, you had all these big guitarists, you know, everywhere. You know, so what do you do? You become the guy that's a guitar hero, plays one freaking note. <clears throat> I mean, I thought that like that was pretty cool. Um, and he wrote some great songs, but um I have to come down like the, what's going on is I, he demanded that his music he, that uh, Joe Rogan be fired from Spotify or he was going to take his music and mm. away from Spotify and Spotify said, Oh, sorry to see you go, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. And, um, I'm not going to get into what the controversy was over. If you don't know what that is, you may look it up on your own. I just will say this. It was interesting, and um, my good buddy, Ed Roman, we got to get Ed to come sit in with us one night. He's a good dude. Um, posted on his page a, a very interesting article, and it turns out, you know, like all these artists that have been selling their catalogs? Yeah. Well, Neil's one of them. And he sold the catalog to Merck, Merck, uh, Mercurialis. <laughs> Anyways, this guy Mercuriatus. Mercuriatus um, is the in uh, his company is the Hip Hypnosis spelled Hip G N O I S S uh, Songs Fund. And guess what? That is a subsidy. What guess guess what? That's owned by what? The same company that owns Pfizer. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh boy. So you go ahead and you put it together in your mind oh about what's going on here um and uh so it's you know this whole situation is playing out it's very interesting but um i don't you know it's up to you whatever you think i don't you know give a fuck um i'm on the side of well i just think it's ironic that people from the 60s who were all about you know they wanted to be able to say what they wanted to say and they wanted to be able to express themselves now want people to not be able to say what they want to say and not express themselves. See something Weird. a little off, something a little, you know, um, old, it's, it's just a little bit. That's, they're yeah, old like, and senile. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just bones. What do you think? Exactly. Oh, fox hunting again. I have, I have one question though. Sure. Neil Diamond's music is still on. Neil Diamond's music. Is still okay, on. I was concerned. Thanks. Do you have a bah, bah, oh, there's bah. a reason there's a reason I make that joke is because I, I I've heard two reports now that screwed up and said Neil Diamond rather than Neil Young. Really? They're two yes. very different people. They are two, and that's why I'm like is, However, is however, a, however, 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 this is so ironic. Yes. They are both in the same very famous concert film together. They're in the last waltz. Oh, that's oh. Both of them play that's on the last waltz. Maybe that's very. A, it's very. I always thought that's to like. I got confused. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was very. I think it's very. Cool. What, what do you think about that? Um, okay, all right, all right, I'll get on with it. 
So we're going to talk about something else. So, um, so we just, so I just thought that was kind of an interesting thing. One that I, I think I was a, you know, as a podcaster and a person who's into music, kind of like, you know, stuck in the middle with you kind of thing. Anyways, um, I threw it out there. So we were talking about <laughs> current bands that are keeping the sort of classic rock sound vibe type of songwriting approach, whatever you want to call it, alive. Um, so what are most modern rock bands doing? Do you listen to any of the current hard rock, Lily? Mm. Listen to bands like maybe um, uh, Three Days Grace <gasps> or Spirit Box mm. or none of the... Now, I know you like Coheed and Cambria. Yes, I do like, okay. I do like, I do like um, But, um, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't want to... Um, well, I'm going to uh, make generalizations and just fucking deal with it. <laughs> uh, it's called broadcasting. So these would be very broad statements. Um... I thought it had to do with women. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. Well, you know, I, and I think the sort of like the, the rock has a problem right now. It's got many problems and there, there is no such that, you know, usually when something's off going off the rails, usually isn't one thing. And it usually isn't only like one thing that's going to fix it. Right. It's usually like, hey, you need, you need some of this and you got to bring in some of that and you got to do it with this. And, and then, OK, now we can get it back on track. But it's usually never like a silver bullet or a magic bullet. That's like this is it. And it's going to fix right, it. Right. So right. the opposite is true with like what the problems are. Usually they're kind of varied and complicated. They're nuanced. Um, but one of the problems that modern rock has after I've been like, you know, I'm a month and a half now or so into just a steady diet of octane. Uh, is Modern rock has a kind of political problem. Now, let me explain to you what I mean by that. Do you guys remember? Remember when rock was young, right? <laughs> um, what were what were the first thing when I say if I say a rock and roll song? What do you think like the song is about? Sex, right? Sex. Okay, so we're going to talk about so the sex. Devil. So, the devil. <laughs> yes. So. Sex and love. That was like sort of the first love and sex. Those are the first kind of like topics, right? Mm -hmm. And they never really went away for like ever until grunge. That's when they right. really started to kind of like, you know, and I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, but like for the, for the, like the main era of rock, when rock was king, sex, love and sex, you know, love lost, love found, you know, love sucks, love stinks, right? You know what <laughs> I mean? Right. And then all the songs about banging and getting laid, you shook me all night long. Yeah, basically all of ACDC's catalog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that, um, you know, so, so that was that was a major thing. And that's something that everybody in the world can relate to. Everybody falls in love. Everybody has sex, even Pittsburgh Kevin. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a joke. I love him. He's my brother from another mother. I'm just teasing him. Nobody can talk smack on Pittsburgh Kevin except for me because we're, we're brothers. Um, and me. Well, I was going to say <laughs> Lily. Lily can too. <laughs> um, so that was like a giant, right? Right? You know, so like, and made rock kind of fun and a little naughty. Yes. We can all relate to it, you know. Okay. The, the, yeah, the next thing that songs were really, really about the other subject matter was partying. Yes. You know what I mean? You got to fight for your right, you know, which is a kind of late, way later song. But we could name tons of songs, you know, drinking whiskey, smoking cocaine. 
right? Yeah, we know tons and tons of songs about getting wasted, getting loaded. Um, Half of Motley Crue's catalog. Yes, <laughs> and, and and not just not just those guys. I mean, you I know, know I'm like all, all the party music from this from all the rock artists in the '70s and everything. Um, that was just like a big thing. Uh, another subject that was that was very, and you can understand why people related to that because that means fun. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like to have fun? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, the other uh, topic that I was as I was thinking about this, that was really kind of a big thing was this sort of like road warrior, gunslinger, the kind of you know I'm out on the edge. I'll give you a good example. I'll give you a really good example. Um, Running with the devil. Yes. Oh, and there's tons sure. of songs. That ha- and another song that's very much like Running with the Devil, in, 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 although it's not, I think I'm going to get shit for this, is Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. It's the same kind of idea. I was I'm actually going to say that. I'm out so. on my own. I'm yeah. like the lone guy. I'm like doing my thing. Like the world's against me, but I'm going to kick ass. Like, Jesus, what a powerful freaking vibe. Mm-hmm. And those songs had music that matched that like really 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 well. So that's another thing you could understand like and we wanted those those guys were like heroes. You know what I mean? Because of that. They you know we became larger like and then of course I'll just mention and the on the last one is drugs. And there's a lot of songs that were kind of cutesy wootsy smiley little drug references wink wink nudge nudge your parents don't know what we're talking about kind of thing. <laughs> but they do. Um, and so those were the main four topics of rock you know what i mean and and people love that so these would be like imagine politicians that ran on like look we're not we're not worried about covid or riots or nothing like that what we're gonna run is like we're gonna make everything fucking awesome check this shit out we're gonna have fucking star trek now we're gonna be beaming places we're gonna have anti-gravity like you know, everything's going to be fucking sweet. We're going to have like, thing. you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to fucking like turn on your microwave and, <laughs> and pop and pop and pop out a four course meal. It's going to be totally, and, and none of the food's going to have any bad shit in it. Like you could eat hamburgers all day. Back it's going to perfectly nutritious. <laughs> like, like, you know, so like that would get people excited, right? That's what rock was doing in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and maybe a little bit of the 90s. Um, and but today now, now I've been listening to Octane for a month and a half. Yeah. The the main topic on most now this I don't want to say all of this because uh, Hailstorm has a great song called um, Back from the Dead right now that really falls in with the previous category really really well. Um, but most of the topic the main topic is life sucks. Yeah. That's the main topic. Life sucks. My life sucks. My life is terrible. Everybody hates me. Nobody likes me. Think I'll go eat worms. I knew you were going to say it. I was ready for um, it. You know, an, a, another topic uh, is alienation. You know, I'm all alone. I can't connect. And, you know, and then the other, another one is, is like, somebody save me. I'm, I, you know, they're just kind of like, <clears throat> Okay, so like a politician runs, mm-hmm. okay? Would you rather vote for the guy love sex partying, gunslinger, road war, you know, or would you vote for the guy life sucks, you're alienated, and somebody save me? I kind of feel like you already know what my answer exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I mean by a political problem. Rock has like, this is a political problem for rock. We guys, kids, listen to me. Life ain't that bad. Most of you guys grow up middle class and stuff. So let's let's hear about all the chicks you were banging. Because if you're telling me, like you were telling me like the guys in um, 
let's just start with the grunge era, the guys in uh, Pearl Jam, that they weren't getting tons of ass. Oh, you know they smoking were. smoking tons of weed and drinking tons of fucking booze. You yeah. want to tell me that they were, get the fuck out of here. They just weren't talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get back to like some fun and like getting people excited about something and not so much life sucks and all that stuff. Come on, guys. Like, I, I you know, I think that folks would respond to it. I kind of feel like people who are young anymore just don't have sex anymore, though. So I don't think that's a thing for them to sing about. I think that's all gone now. Well, if we don't start <laughs> fucking, we're going to run out of people. And then the third <laughs> world is going to kick our ass. So um, come on. Come on. Let's get back to banging. Um, so I just wanted to, this is like, and, and like we could go on on and like what killed rock and everything. But, you know, I remember reading rock critics and stuff in the in the in the eighties and stuff when I was getting into music. And they were always seemed to favor this more kind of like depressing kind of songwriting. You know, this sort of like, you know, you know, uh, you know, the American dream is dead. And that sort of like real kind of like, you know what I mean? And they kind of can really value that. And I kind of always scratched my head at that. I'm like, that's one flavor. That's one sentiment to express, and that's legitimate too. Um, but it just seems like, man, because what? Yeah, I mean, if you really want to be honest, when when rock musicians went to this more introspective, whatever, the hip hop dudes and the rappers were like, "You, oh, fine, we're gonna we'll be bang. the ones talking about the partying and the banging and the drugs and the gunslinging." And I mean, if you listen to the to the to the to the uh, hip hop and the rappers, they're talking about everything I had in, in category. I wrote You're in category right. one, mm -hmm. yep. everything, and that's what pe and people can relate to that. Not everybody wants to think that their life sucks. Sorry, so I just it was just something that was like kind of like a I don't know perspective thing. Do you guys have any thoughts that you want to talk I about? I do. Or, I or? got I got one thought. We need a new Van Halen. Because back in the day when it was all Black Sabbath and this and that, all of a sudden this little band out of California comes around and they're singing about dancing the night away, man, and partying and having a good time, man. We need a new band like Van Halen. You done? Lily, it's your turn. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think I think we do. I, we don't. I mean, where is that band? Where are you? You know, I mean. I think that Mammoth is a good band, and I think that the songs are solid, but mm -hmm. I don't see them it's as not, like... They're a not band. a party band. Nope. That's not what they are. So and where is the guys like... And like, it can't be Steel Panther either. It can't be like... It's yeah. got to be somebody... It's got, I, And I hate to say it, it's got to be y the younger guys. You guys got to like... you Because I know you're... We know you're partying. Quit hiding it. We know you're having sex. We know you're... Because abortion is up and all kind of shit. Like, come on. We know what you're doing. Don't like... It is. It is not. It is. Up. It is. It is all. Where were you getting your information? I, I wasn't a political statement. It's a. It's a fact. People. The people are having tons of abortions. There. It's all over the news. Like, you know, you're obviously fucking. Is what I'm trying to say. That's not the point. <laughs> you're obviously fucking. You hear all the time about the drug problem. So you're obviously doing drugs. Sure. Everybody's afraid now to talk Underage about these drinking things. Is like, oh, that's like that's a thing. We know no. you're drinking. We know you're drugging. We know you're fucking. COVID. Like, let's have COVID. some fun. COVID, COVID, COVID. I'm trying to cover all those stuff. COVID, 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 COVID. Everybody's too scared and everybody's too whiny. That's the problem now. Knock it off and live life. Yeah, have Thank some you. fun, man. You know, 
have a good time. And you guys don't, you know, uh, maybe uh. after having all these so-called like uh. lockdowns and it's shit, very poisonous him. maybe I you'll know. start, maybe you'll start to, uh, you know, change your Lighten tune. Up. Lighten, lighten the fuck up. Lighten up, bit. Francis. Francis. Nothing but a Francis. good time. Francis. I don't even know what's going on now. <laughs> I don't know, but I, it just, is there anything you guys kind of noticed in kind of modern music so much of it? Is yeah. like, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's, it's like it's okay. Like, and I get, like, and I think that it's cool to have like kind of like some serious subject matter in time because like like metal has always done that. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's always been a thing in metal. Then I I'm not saying not to do that, but it's just like I just sort of feel like it's like oh my goodness, you know. I want to open a vein when after after <laughs> you know an hour of that. Um, on this day in 1957, Decca Records announced that Bill Haley and his Comets Rock Around the Clock had sold over a million copies in the UK, mostly on 10-inch 78s. The version of Rock Around the Clock that was used in the movie uh, Blackboard Jungle differs from the hit single version. The difference is in the two solo breaks. Interesting. Elvis Presley had his third UK number one single, One Night I Got Stung. Uh, it was a double side. Uh, on this day in 1967, the Beatles spent a second day at Knoll Park, uh, Seven Oaks, Kent. Wow. You folks in England, we got like too many names on shit. Um, <laughs> to complete the filming of the Strawberry Fields Forever promotion <coughs> video. This is like one of those like, this is like music, it's a video. Right, yeah. It's like, a, yeah. It's like conceptual. <clears throat> it's interesting. Uh, this day in 1969, uh, Zeppelin played the first of two nights at the Fillmore East. American blues musician Slim Harpo died of a heart attack oh. while oh. recording in London at age 46. Oh, he was a baby. Yeah. His most successful and influential recordings, I'm a King Bee, Raining in My Heart, and Baby Scratch My Back. This happened in uh, night, this day in 1970. Oh, okay. Uh, it, if it's the Jackson 5, it's got to be up and exciting and fun. Right. And cool, right? On this day, uh, the Jackson 5 went to number one on the U.S. singles chart with I Want You Back. Oh, great song. Great song. Great song. Song was originally written for Gladys Knight and the Pips and was the first of four number ones for the group. Made its number two in the U.K. U.K., you guys don't know what you're missing, man. Uh, ABBA knocked Queen from the U.K. number one position on the U.K. charts on this day in 76 with Mamma Mia. Wow, really? It knocked the Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> off the chart. Really? Hey, man, wow. the bigger they are, the harder they fucking fall. Well, that's sad, but that's okay. I like both songs. <laughs> um, this day in 1991, the tide is high and I'm hanging on. Number one on the U.S. singles charts. Blondie. Radio Gaga, where, by the way, this is where Lady Gaga... I uh, got the idea for her name. The track sure. was released after Queen's recording uh, and touring hiatus of over a year. Spent 11 weeks on the charts, peaking number two. This released this day in 1984. 1984 is a good year. I was three. Yep. A lot of good records. We did it. We did. Didn't we do a uh, podcast? Top 10 records released in 1984. I we think did that. we did. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1987, Paul Simon went back to number one on the UK album chart with Graceland. The album stayed on the chart of total of 101 weeks. Uh, went on to uh, win, uh, win uh, 1987 Grammy Award for Album of the Year. Um, so yeah, uh, that was a really big. That was like his last like really big record, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, the Stone Roses granted conditional bail. Okay, whatever. The Stone Roses. Um, <laughs> it's a good band. I, I thought maybe it was something more music related. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, and some Robbie Williams, some, okay, 2007, Jim Morrison was enlisted. What? Wait a minute here. This doesn't make no sense. 2007, Jim Morrison was enlisted to help fight global warming more than 35 years after his death. A Woman in the Window, a previously unreleased poem written and recorded by The Doors frontman shortly before he died in 71, was being set to music and used to uh, publicize <laughs> global global cool campaign. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His estate must have, like... Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, must have granted, you know, permission for that. Um, you guys know who David Gilmore is? Yes. Sure. Michael Goltz. You know who David Gilmore is? Uh, <laughs> no, not him. Uh, did a sh- charity show um, with the Seat of the Pants Band. The black tie. It was a black tie dinner dance at which Bob Hoskins, Suggs from Madness, and comedian Les Dennis also appeared, raised over $50,000 for a cancer charity. Mm. That's nice. Um, and we're, oh, John Wetton, English singer bassist John Wetton died in his sleep in his home in uh, Bournemouth, Dorset, UK, from colon cancer. Oh. John Wetton was in, yeah. most famously, King yeah. Crimson. Yeah. He was in King Crimson, but he was in Asia. That was the, the big. Oh, Asia. He's the one that sang, you know, um, Heat of the Moment and all those big songs. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. know. Yeah, that's him singing. Yeah. Okay, Terry Kath. Sure. Uh, and there's a documentary about Terry. Terry Kath was a guitarist, the original guitarist for, for Chicago Transit Authority and then later named Chicago. Um, there is a really cool documentary about his daughter trying to rediscover. We didn't we watch it? You watch it? Did we, um, you didn't watch it with me? No, I would have remembered that. Um, trying, she was trying to discover who her father was so she goes all around the country to recollect his guitars oh that oh. would be cool i would re- it's I would very good that. it's very good if you've never seen it i can't remember the name of it you can find it on streaming it's very good huh. um but he uh he, he had the, the of course he was in, he was in chicago he died uh his last words were, don't worry, it's not loaded. It's ironic. I'm oh. laughing on it because it's ironic. And he put his gun to his head and pulled the trigger. Wow. Mm. Here, hold my beer. Like, yeah. Like, don't worry. It's like, it's like, what's red? What's every redneck's last words? Hey, y'all, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, it's oh, not loaded. Terry. It's the same kind of thing. No disrespect. Um, oh. I have much respect for uh, Terry Kath. Wow. But it's just one of those crazy stories like... He literally said, you know. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Adrian Vandenberg. You know him, Lily, don't uh-huh. you? Yes, you do. No, not until I read sure. it. He was in, he was in yeah. White Snake yeah. for some of their, like, biggest shit. Well. Biggest shit. Reb and Doug. He's a Dutch, I know. <laughs> Dutch guitarist. Oh, this is because you're a wee lad. Doug Aldrich. He's like, way later. Way, yeah, but way, he's way, hot, way so there's that. Um, but... Um, the, that era with Whitesnake, with Adrian Vandenberg, had um, ex-Dio guitarist who later went on to be in Def Leppard. Um, he's got, um, what's his name? Vivian Campbell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's those okay. two. It's those two. And, um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, and I, I still love his song, you know, Burning Heart by Vandenberg? Yeah. Okay. I still love that song. It's a great song. But yeah, happy birthday uh, to Adrian Vandenberg. Johnny Rotten. John <laughs> Lydon. 
Singer with the Sex Pistols. Johnny Rotten, Rotten Johnny. It's his birthday. Lloyd Cole of Lloyd Cole and the Commotions was born this day in 1961. Oh, I do know that song. <laughs> uh, Jeff Hanneman from the band Slayer. Yeah. Slayer. <laughs> Yes. Saw their last tour, which wasn't their last tour, right? They're going to tour again, right? They're probably going to tour again. Yeah, of course. Again. Of course. Lou and I saw them. Um, Together. So, uh, guitarist with um, thrash metal band Slayer. Hanneman died in, on the 2nd of May, 2013, the age of 49. So, he had a nice oh. long life. 49? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your wow. humor is horrible tonight. Wow, sir. <laughs> Um, do you know who Chad uh, Chad Channing was? Chad Channing. He was the original drummer yeah. before Dave Grohl uh, in in the band uh, Nirvana. 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 I used to hate when people said Nirvana. 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 It's down the street. Nirvana. <laughs> Mini Driver. Happy mm-hmm. birthday! Is born in seven, 1970. Singer, songwriter, actress. I had no idea she was a singer. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Until just like, this I, minute. I didn't know her movies. But. Um, Justin Timberlake. He's yes. bringing sexy back. Sure he is. Sexy came back to the world it in 1981 sure oh. with the birth of Justin Timberlake. Oh, boy. Happy birthday, Justin. Marcus Mumford from the band Mumford and Sons. And that's birthday. all. And that's all. That's it. That's nah. all the people okay. ever uh, Bones, can you give us a good, like, you know, kind of like that's all folks kind of sound? Uh, no. That was that kind was of very <laughs> Justin Timberlake like, though. Yeah. That was very <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Oh, my. I don't know what's wrong with people. He's what's giving up. Bones, 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 Bones. Right, come on, get He's back. He's tired. Here, it's been a long night for Bones. Bones. Okay. <laughs> okay, that sounds like he farted, but that's fine. How about this, Bones? Bones, come on. How about a little bit? How, come on, come on. Come on, you can do better. That's the real fox hunting. (laughs) All right, that'll that that'll have to do. That'll do, pig. (laughs) That'll do. I can't even stand you. That'll do, pig. (laughs) That'll do. So, guys, uh, we whittled away uh, another podcast, about an hour and a half worth. Um, So, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We, you know, as we sat here and slaved over alcohol just to entertain you folks i'm glad you used that f word folks uh find wolf's customs and tell them that you want awesome repaint on your musical instrument go to rockrageradio.com download the app they have an app for that they do have an app app for that they got an app for that and it's free it's free um, LouLombardiMusic.com for some great Lou Lombardi music and getting involved in our inner circle. And you can find out all about the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus at LouDiniRockAndRollCircus.com. I would love to take a minute and thank my co-hosts, the lovely and talented Lily V6 and Pittsburgh <laughs> Kevin. Uh, Lily has her own show on Rock Rage Radio. I mentioned it earlier, so why don't you go ahead and remind the folks one more time, Lily? Uh, it's Hot Licks with Lily Six Thursday, six p.m. Eastern time. Be there. Get the app for free or uh, just go to rockrageradio.com. All right. Cool. 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 All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. We had a, a good time tonight. Did you guys have a good time? Pittsburgh, Kevin, you all right? Always. Yes. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. We'll leave it at that. You guys have a great week, and we will catch you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. It's the same culture running down your spine. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.